Ken Kesey, I don't know when, sometime in the 60s, um, signed up for a U.S.-run um, test of a new drug called LSD um, on patients <clears throat> as a as a form of, I don't know, mind control, or basically they used it in Vietnam to scare the troops, or the, whatever you call them. Enemies? The enemy, you know what I mean, and end up just getting everybody high. Is that YouTube unfriendly? No, that's all fact. Mm-hmm. Um, that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they performed, they performed these uh, uh, experiments, so he signed up to basically Ken test Kesey this. Signed Ken Kesey signed up? Ken signed up with a bunch of other people at a university in California to test LSD, um, LSD basically. Because <clears throat> and they were trying to, they were trying to see if it would control the per, the test patient's mind. Yeah, they wanted to see if they, they could, could influence get people. confessions. Yeah, they wanted to see if they could so influence he, people to do certain things or think certain things or whatever. So Ken Kesey saw a flyer and he was like, "I'm gonna let them see if they can control my mind." Yeah, he was, he, like, was a, he was a fucking football star, I guess. Just a drifter like that needed fifty bucks. Yeah, like a football scholarship or something like that. Like he was no drugs, no nothing, didn't <clears> do any <throat> kind of crazy shit. And then decided to sign up for this fucking t- testing. And from that, changed his whole fucking life. He decided he wanted to share that. It, it was a mind-expanding experience, and he wanted to share that with everybody. So he got all the, basically, the merry man of misfits that all got on the bus and basically just toured all of the United States. Promoting. Bus, promoting LSD and promoting free love and, you know what I mean, the whole hippie movement. Yeah, they were basically the spark of the hippie movement. So he he started the bus. He started the further bus, yeah. Further. And Bob Phil Weir, Bob, Bob yeah. Weir, fucking jumps on this bus at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, <coughs> however old he was, and meets up with the Grateful Dead in California, and they start playing music at the acid tests in Haight Ashbury, that basically formed the Grateful Dead. It was what were they called before? Nights the uh, Purple Sage or something like that. Something like that. Um, Without Bobby. Without Bob. And then Bobby <laughs> came in, they started the Grateful Dead. Big Ben was there. Basically, um, the the movement got bigger, and the feds started cracking down on the use of acid, so all those guys ended up getting, like, basically fleeing the country, and all this crazy shit went down, and the dead kept on and started the festival movement, basically. What was the further bus's plan at the first when it wasn't about music? It was just about meeting people it was and just being about social. Being just as far as I promote, know, it was promoting LSD. Yeah, it was just promoting oh, like a free lifestyle. Actually, just, he wanted to yeah. spread the word of LSD. Fuck yeah! But it wasn't recreational at this point. Like he only got to do it because he was at the test, or were people still doing it? It was legal. It was legal. It was legal, oh. and then it became <clears throat> illegal. Yeah. Like right around then. Yeah. And they tried to shut the yeah. shit down. To the ground. Yeah. And that's when I think le- weed was made. Uh, that was like, I think it was like the, the 60s, wasn't it? Wasn't it the um, civil rights movement by Dr. Yeah. Just to throw like black people in jail. Yeah. Arrested for weed. Control, uh, you watch control that the vote. <clears throat> you watch that documentary on Netflix, the, what is it, the 13th or something like that? I think I have. It's basically the story of how uh, the war on drugs was created to suppress minorities in the country. 
<laughs> control the voting. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't vote once you're a... Uh, Prisoner. Even so, a record. I think even a record. Really? In you can't spots. even play. If you've done time, If you've maybe. got a conviction. If you've yeah. got a conviction. You serve time. So, so he took his movement on this bus... And they found the Grateful Dead. It, they so they just created stumbled. the Grateful Dead, basically. They were already a band, and then they were all <clears throat> like in San Francisco. Just it's just a hap. It's just by chance. The Fillmore. And then that's why the Fillmore is so crazy. Grateful Dead on the acid. Fucking cool. Yeah, eh? Like fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do this every and then night. They, they had acid tests every weekend. <clears throat> yeah. And people where would, everyone just would just go and do acid. Yeah, they had these big drums of acid. And you come and you fill If you read cup. about the man, they had some crazy oh, parties. Man. I bet you. <laughs> That's weird. It was like... like they, they called just, it the acid test? Yeah. And it they, wasn't they just still, music, man. It was like live... At, or live they still have recordings and shit. Of and read poems and do all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? The whole hippie thing. Fucking... Like, some crazy Grateful Dead. Like, early stuff was really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Like Pink Floydish early days. <clears throat> like, experimental. Just yeah. noise. A lot of it was in a lot Fucking of noise. Showgaze. Yeah. Yeah. They basically created the entire festival movement, at least in the United States. Fuck yeah. They just kept moving. Like, it was... It just was the Grateful, Grateful Dead, then follow it was them. Fish, then it was fucking... Humphreys. Follow them. Mm. It's still killing it. Yeah, Fish inherited the dead. Humphreys will inherit fish when they're gone. Yeah. Because and it's because they take this the same ethos of the bands and Jake talked about it in that interview with that guy. Basically, they take all of the best genres of their time and mix them all together and yeah. hodgepodge them all together. So the Grateful Dead did bluegrass and blues and the Fish did like seventies glam rock and Humphreys is doing like Nine Inch Nails and fucking. Raise Against the Machine, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so all those influences <clears throat> are what they base their creating music on, kind of thing. Yeah. Which is awesome because it's your favorite things. Favorite yeah. genres. It's yeah. mine, anyway. Genre melding. Just yeah. putting everything together. Yeah. Which makes, makes it, and then they improv, so then it makes it something that you can just keep going to see because you never know what you're going to get, right? Yeah, it's not all the same. Just yeah. a random assortment of well, I talk to people all the time. They're like, how do you go <coughs> see Humphreys all the time? Like, and don't see other bands. I say, well, I see other bands when I can, but I I prioritize Humphreys because it's my favorite thing to go see. Yeah. And I never see the same show. There's always something brand new Yeah, and to, the, to the music world. And, and for some crazy. reason, it seems like every time I choose to go, I hit something special. Right, I mean, it's at least special to me. Yeah. It's weird, but... You mean you go back and listen to it a lot? Well, just there's sp- certain moments like, um, like a random they play this song once in the year. Mike's at that show. Kind yeah, of like nice. That never yeah, happens well, to me. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, I just like catch random rarities or something they haven't played in fifteen years. You know what I mean? Like, Mike, Mike, you and saw I it. and Brett used to. Hang I saw out. what you saw. Um, ride <laughs> Wait a minute. On, you saw Ride on Pony. Um, for the first time in like 10 years. Yeah, the first we time we saw it in Vermont. Nice. So you did. You did. Yeah, that was... We didn't, <laughs> we didn't really know it then. Yeah. And like uh, Baby Honey Sugar Darling when yeah. they played that that same weekend. Yeah. Like, if we'd been Humphreys fans for the last 10 years, that would have been huge. Yeah. 
But we were just And then to it. tell you that you that they had a fucking Mike Gordon sit in. I mean what the fuck? Yeah, Mike Gordon sat in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, it was fuck a fucking yeah. crazy Mike weekend. Mike came on there earlier when you were here. Oh yeah. Fucking right. Fucking ghost. Yeah. Humphreys does have a way of making like the random crazy special moments happen. Yeah. Like the story I was gonna say was when we first got into Humphreys in like high school, which was fucking thirteen years ago now, fourteen years ago. Yeah. Fourteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Four score. It was me and Mike and like Bresky, Shag, J Blow. And Front Porch was the first song like we ever really listened to and we listened to it all the time. It was like our go to it, um, it was the go to Humphreys song on every mixed C D and even <laughs> yeah. we were listening to Mo and Everybody New was listening to that song. Yeah. Mo New Deal, but then it was like Front Porch was like our fucking song. So <clears throat> a couple years ago, I think it was like twenty fourteen maybe. Was that yeah, is that winter run twenty fourteen? Yeah. Mike and I and Bretsky <clears throat> Hit a couple shows together, like for the first time ever. Yeah, and the three of us. The furthest that Brett's together. ever been to a concert. Went to Syracuse, New York, like right out of the fucking way. Bretsky's like, "Yeah, I'm in for a, a show or two finally." <laughs> That's awesome. He never like come to shows with us. Yeah, that's the furthest I've been either. The furthest I was ever, I've ever gone for Humphreys. It was a long old hike to Syracuse. There <laughs> <laughs> it is. Tenors. Uh, we lost Brett in the first set. Yeah. First song. <laughs> we were getting a beer for the intro when we lost him. Yeah. Never saw him all first set. He's looking at t-shirts or something like that, and we all fucking were like, well, see you later. And then I uh, looked for him, but we found him in second set. And was it encore? Did they encore with it, or was it like in the middle of the second set when they played it? I don't think they encore with it. I think it was like end of second set. Just fucking. I've never seen the song played live. Mike's never seen it played live. They rarely ever play it. They, they, all, fucking, they all kind of hate it. And they fucking... <laughs> like, they wreck with that song. Yeah. They fucking bust out a 20-minute front porch. Yeah. Just like... All of us in tears. They all start crying. <laughs> <laughs> right drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Yeah. emotional. Bresky's weeping. <laughs> holding us. And he goes... It's because we're all here. <laughs> and he's just fucking blatting. Oh, fuck. It was special. It's because we're all here. He's special? No, it was special. Oh. But, like, yeah, that that's a perfect example of those moments that yeah, it's it's just seem to catch. <clears throat> you can't fucking... Yeah. So we want to thank... Ken Kesey. The Grateful Dead. Ken Kesey and the Grateful Dead. They put some hours on stage. Fucking right. <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah they yeah, haven't stopped a lot no. of hours they got a new documentary coming out soon eh Bob we're still tours actively I know it's awesome he doesn't like not playing music his, his new album's awesome they're yeah. doing like oh the, the acoustic one Blue Mountain yeah I like it aren't they playing a dead album at Lockin Phil and Bobby somebody is yeah yeah Phil and Bobby are playing they're doing like a full album, aren't they? Further, I don't know. Uh, are they doing Joe Russo coming back to play drums? I yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pretty Pretty sure. The only time okay, I saw name, the dead. What's his name toured with them last year? John Mayer. Oh yeah. Said the Grateful Dead was the I heard that most influential band in his life. Yeah. <clears throat> I heard that they he was interested in going back. Yeah. Doing another tour. I think they want him. They were why not? Pretty yeah. high praise about him. Pretty crazy guitar player. Well, like, 
a lot of fucking deadheads have pretty high standards when it comes to who fills in. Like, people were so pissed when fucking uh, Trey, Trey yeah. was filling in for Jerry's part, right? <clears throat> but when John Mayer came on, people were actually pretty... Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that yeah. sucked. They're like a rival. Yeah. Not really a rival, but... And they didn't even let him sing. <laughs> they let Phil sing. Yeah. Bobby wore a shirt that said, let... Let Trey sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I watched all, most of the, or I should say all of them. I watched most of those uh, dead, the final dead shows that they did, like live shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They weren't bad. Fucking Mickey. They weren't bad? They weren't bad. <clears throat> Some of those Mickey Hart fucking percussion fucking, or not Mickey Hart, who's the other guy? Kreutzmann. Kreutzmann. That fucking big beam that he beats on? Yeah. Fuck, that thing's the crazy. Rhythm Devils. Get both of them going oh, for man. an hour. I know. <laughs> so tribal sounding. Yeah. It brings more of an upbeat part of the show. We didn't go to those shows, eh? No. They're good. How far did they come? But then they started playing was again. Madison Square Garden, I think, was closest. Not, they're, they're getting old, man. Bobby's getting old. And Phil's fucking Well, they said they're him. done doing the dead. Like, that was the final dead. Those are the fairly, fairly well shows, right? So they'll never do the same thing under the dead, but they'll... Yeah, but Further's... Further's the dead. Yeah. Just without Mickey and fucking Kurtzman. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's all. Watching Bob play guitar now is awesome, man. So fluid. You watch him fucking play. Fucking but his new stops. stuff, like... He's got the beard and it's fucking huge. He's got the huge stash. Looks like a fucking werewolf. <laughs> yeah, I like that fucking album. I like how the, the dead fans, like when Bobby would all, he'd always fuck up lyrics and yeah. they'd, like they'd wait for it. <laughs> and they'd just go crazy. That's what they wanted. <laughs> I went to college who followed, I went to college with a guy who followed them around. Oh, yeah. He was 40 when I was in college and I was whenever 18. Hmm. And the guy just, in town I met one time was saying that he fucking followed them around a bit. I don't know who the fuck he is. Played rugby with him. Yeah, Mike did it for a long time. He said, fucking awesome. I can imagine that fucking, at that time. <laughs> this was in like the uh, 70s, 80s. 80s. Still, same thing. What was the? I think eighties. Wasn't the eighties like? Wasn't the late eighties the dark yeah. period or the cocaine years? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, ninety one is when Jerry came back and they're all pull that right into the table. Died in ninety four. <coughs> so then Kurt, then Pac. Then Kurt, years later. Didn't he? Yeah, Kurt was ninety four. Was big year. Was killed in ninety four. Yeah. He's still alive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go the exact opposite. I just saw, I don't know if it's real or not, but <clears throat> Suge Knight says that he knows who were the Killed shooters. People. It was like, I forget who they said it was. No. Shooters of what? Buck. The, the, a Pac. Yeah, I don't know. Suge Knight, crazy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> See him run over that guy? No. What? <laughs> he's in, he's <laughs> in jail, right? Probably. I don't know. 
There's a fucking <laughs> video of him backing over a guy, just <laughs> kills him. Oh, killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that. Murder him. Should night. Crazy motherfucker. <laughs> that was recent. That was like a couple years ago. How did he go to jail? And uh, for doing that, what's what's his, Jenner? Yeah, Jenner didn't get nothing. Bruce. Yeah. <coughs> you got woman of the year. Um. It's oh, that Caitlin. person. That person didn't die. I if guess. If I was a woman, I'd be pissed about that. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> more of a traditionalist. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even agree with gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Women are pissed about what? I said if I was a woman, yeah. Yeah. I would be pissed that he got woman of the year. Hilarious. He's barely yeah. been a woman for a year. He's not a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not biologically. And then he gets that, so... So we're better at that too, ladies. <laughs> Or better this at being women. Isn't that kind of the definition of patriarchy? <laughs> what? Isn't that kind of the definition of patriarchy? Oh, <laughs> uh, well. We're even better at being, being girls. What do you guys got now? Boobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you stick it in. <sighs> I don't know what they got. Well, dudes can get boobs. That's true. That's right. They probably look nicer. Win <laughs> <laughs> boobs of the year. Can <laughs> Keezy. That was wild. You gotta, there's a fucking <clears throat> documentary about him on YouTube. And then there's like the whole further documentary. It's pretty good too. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Those, I listen to those that fucking documentaries make... Make me feel like I should. I wish I was there. You do, Definitely. like like a lot, mm-hmm. almost almost too much. I don't even like watching them. <laughs> you just hurt your heart. Like fuck. I go to work in the morning. They're fucking driving around on a bus. But you could do that. We could call it a forklift. Or still further forklift. <laughs> Put a fucking further on it. I don't do that tomorrow. <laughs> Drive around with a bunch of different colors. Try to get people to jump on with you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that. It'd be cool to be able to go back and chill out for a bit. Is that where you go with a time about, machine? About twelve years. Do you think that I don't that, know, but all those people had to do something too. All those people that were sell t-shirts, going to those concerts. They didn't need a lot of money back then. No, I guess so. You know what I mean, and they just fucking pulled all their resources together. Fucking, I don't know, stand a few cults. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how where you get the money to do it. Gotta, gotta buy a ticket and get around. They're all poor. Like, where was the money for the gas coming from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe some people... I think, well, I think a lot of them probably had rich. A lot parents. of people had money. <laughs> coming yeah. from San Francisco, but probably. I think Ken Kesey had the money from One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, yeah. From writing that book. So he I don't was... know if that was before or after, though. So maybe it was before. I don't know either. Hmm. I don't even know he wrote that book. It was his only book, I think. 
I read it. Watched the movie. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. Had that big Indian fellow throw fucking something through a window so they could escape? Hmm. I, I don't, that doesn't even ring a bell. I watched that movie on fucking uh, mushrooms one time. <laughs> and uh, it was the part where... You've watched it more than once? Oh, yeah. It's a Stanley Kubrick movie, I think. So, so what? <laughs> so what? Stanley Kubrick's one of my favorite fucking directors ever. Stan... Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. 2001 Space Odyssey. Fucking A Clockwork Orange. I've seen Clockwork Orange. Fucking, uh... What's that movie with, uh... uh Eyes Wide Shut? You ever watched that? Uh, yep, with Brad Pitt. No. Uh, Tom Cruise and... Uh, I mixed those up. <laughs> I mixed those two sexy actors up. <laughs> fucking good movie. It's all about, like, basically, like, the Illuminati type ideas. Like, rich people doing fucking... Ceremony sex stuff. ceremonies in yeah. the fucking Hamptons. Yeah. Fucking... I bet What's that the shit happens. In it? Nicole Kidman. Yeah. His wife at the time. Yeah. And that's when fucking uh, Scientology, Scientology got really pissed off at them during that film, filming the movie. Broke them up. Why? Because she was... They were alone together and she was like pulling him away from... What do they call them? Like a suppressive person or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. So, like, any person that doesn't follow Scientology, you have to, like, basically exclude them from your life. Which what? is, which is like, rule number one for any cult that you join. Yeah, so, she awesome. wasn't into it? No. She wasn't a Scientologist. Didn't have any desire to be one. Right. And they were like, fuck her. She's gotta get it going. So, they told him to fucking end it. They did. They did enough. And then they ended it for him. Waiting anyway, where, were, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. What else does he direct? Um, I've seen Clockwork Orange. Didn't know his name, though. Uh, and I've read his book. Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket's one of my favorite movies ever. It's more of a comedy. These aren't all comedies, are they? That's not a comedy at all. What isn't a comedy? What am I Full thinking Metal of? Jacket's the one about the Vietnam War. It's um, crazy. It has fucking The Godfather <clears throat> in the fucking jungle. Shaved head, all fucking... I think they're all on acid. So, like, that was, like, kind of the pull us back to the uh, Ken Kesey fucking his name, experiments. His name is... Who's name? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, yeah. Fucking awesome movie. You don't, you need to watch that fucking movie. That is a wicked movie. It's a wicked movie. I think I've seen it. You that. need to watch every single Stanley Kubrick movie, really. Jesus. <laughs> he is, like, he's, he is revered as one of the best actors or directors to ever live. Space Odyssey? 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. What's that all about? It's all about AI. Really? Yeah. Is it good? Mm-hmm. How? Is it a good take on AI? Or is it primitive? He, now the AI takes over and basically I can't even really remember the plot that well. Sounds spot on. <laughs> <laughs> but basically it becomes oh, like a, it. An, right. evil, an evil entity that doesn't allow him to leave. How old is the movie? Like, what is 1970s? Still... Oh, so good, man. Still, still when they're going up that river day. in Full Metal Jacket, and then in, in the night—that's what Vietnam was like. What else? What other movie was the like fucking Tracer platoon? platoon? Yeah, that's a good movie with uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I love movie. Vietnam movies. I don't know why. Forrest Gump, all-time favorite movie. Good movie. I can rate it as. It's your all-time favorite movie, One Forrest Gump. One of them. Stanley Kubrick direct that. 
I don't know who directed that, actually. Kubrick. Kubrick. They also he they did. also say that he may have been involved in filming the Moonlander. Here we go. Alright. All right. Here we go. Best director ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's got most people fooled on that. Yeah. Suppose, supposedly, like there's even a like a spoof movie on it. Is he still alive? Watch? Watch? It's got Harry from Harry, or not Harry, but uh, what's the redhead guy from Harry Potter? Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley, the guy who plays Ron Weasley, is in this movie, and basically this guy gets hired. Hey, is that that cheese you're always talking about? Let me try it. <coughs> not that much. Well, give me half of it. I want a little bit. Well, you give him half of that. That's <laughs> what. What kind of cheese is this? Delicious. Isn't it delicious? <laughs> yes. It's aged five years. Mm. That's the best cheese you'll ever have, my friend. <laughs> right? So good. But like, you put that in eggs? But we're just eating this by itself right now. Man, it's fucking Yeah. Amazing. You got any wine? <laughs> Jesus crackers? Christ. Yeah, crackers? No. Salami? No. Pepperoni. I, I can eat this all, all by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good cheese. <laughs> that's fucking awesome cheese. Very expensive? Yeah. Eight bucks for a little fucking... Can't you get like a cheap version of it? Smaller. Yeah, it's got a bunch of sugar in it. <clears throat> this has no sugar. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Can <laughs> <laughs> you hydrate me tomorrow? That's good, but like I want more. I want something else. What do you do? Put that right on everything? Every fucking want to make you a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, make me a burger. I don't have bread here. Moth the bread, man. Wrap it in lettuce. Make me a burger wrap with cheese wrapped in lettuce. Sounds delicious. I just grinded all my lettuce up. Why? In a blender. Why? To drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna bring That's down the easiest a, way to do that. I was yeah. gonna bring down a bag of those Brussels or Brussels broccoli spreads. spreads. You didn't though. No, I forgot. I've been for I have a, a few of them bagged up. In the but you've been drinking every it morning. and it makes you right wide open. Well, it just it gives you a little pep. Like, oh yeah, it just makes you more alert. Like I feel like I can breathe more air in my lungs. For some a reason. vegetable like, it's really weird. fucking drink fucking gives me a ton of energy, man. Instantly. Yeah, and I. And everything, like, everything's better. You don't get fucking tired. It's awesome. You you, you don't get tired. Anyway. You never sleep anyway. <laughs> That's right. I'm constantly tired. <clears throat> no, it's it's worthwhile doing it for sure. Drinking broccoli sprouts. We just have mason jars sitting on the fucking windowsill. We were there. Saw it. How do they work? You just fucking soak the seeds for... I don't know, a, a day or six hours or something like that. I don't know what, how long that you actually do it for. Um, Megan does it, right? Megan does it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You pour all the water out, and then you leave it in the window. And as the sprouts grow, you just fill it up with water and then drain the water out. So we just have um, window fucking, whatever you call it. Pot hangers? No. Window. The screen. Like a, the screen from a door or a window. Oh. We just uh, <clears throat> wrap that around the top. 
so it has a bunch of holes so the sprouts can't come out, but you can just dump the water out and just do that once a day. Leave it in the window for like four or five days, and by the end of it, yeah, the whole jar is full of fucking sprouts. Throw them in the freezer. By the end of the day? What are you saying? By the end of like four or five days. Oh. You just trim them? No, you dump them in water because all the, it'll just soak to the bottom, and all the seeds will, seed casings will come up. And then, uh, so you eat the seed casings? No, you, Chris. You filter he out the seed casings. <laughs> yeah. You put it in water oh, so all the seed casings come to the surface, and then you get you pull the sprouts out, and all the seeds are left in the water. And then you eat it. And then you freeze it, or you put it in your blender and throw it in a shake. How many sprouts you get? Like, I usually put like this much in, in the hole. Oh, is it blender. like thick? Yeah. Like, think of a mason dress, like, I don't know, six inches long. Fucking. Did you just say <laughs> six inches long? <laughs> <laughs> no, like six inches long. Like a big one. Like, you can put it on the size. Um, but 40 uh, inches to me. 12 inch, 12 inch mason jar. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just think of a. A good size I know, mason jar. I know what a mason jar is. <laughs> How do you explain this? I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, skinnier than that, but the same length. Here we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah, that one. Um, that one's just mason on it. And it fills it completely. Like, it's it's the the volume of that class. That's sure. a lot of sprouts. So then what? You gotta buy more? No, you just buy a bag. I bought a bag of seeds from Halifax Seed for, like, 15 bucks. And it's, uh, I don't know how big the bag is. And it comes with fucking hundreds of seeds. Sick. You just throw them in. How many seeds you put in one jar? I have no idea. You have to ask me. My dad planted a tomato the other day. Just sliced the tomato in two and put it in the ground. A plant started coming yeah, in. Because the seeds are inside the tomato. But I didn't think those seeds would uh, germinate for some reason. They if they were inside the fruit, and then I think I thought they had to be. Well, the open. fruit would decompose and it would just be left with the seeds. But I thought they had to be outside for like a year. Oh, probably. But apparently not. How long did it take? I guess it's really common. A to, day, a like, day, like night. It spreaded overnight. Yeah, I seen it. Eric, Megan would take like other plants and like what? put them in pots, and they really, grow. yeah, <laughs> sweet. Put There's in a bunch damp, of to do that. damp soil, and a seed knows what to do. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Start, start reaching for the sun. Yeah, fine sign. <laughs> broccoli sprouts. <laughs> I like broccoli. I forget what the I forget yeah. what she called that. That ruined smoothies though. You don't like it in smoothie? No. What? Why? Broccoli it overtakes everything and it's like too much. Well, the broccoli, full grown broccoli, doesn't have the health benefits that the sprouts do. I heard that. It's that whatever. I, I heard that. The fucking but it's still not bad for you. No, definitely not. It's and it's one <laughs> of the best. It was. It's one of the best greens that you can get in your fucking body, right? Spinach and broccoli, one and two. Yeah, I put spinach in with the sprouts. What else you put in that smoothie, Mike? Uh, strawberries, blueberries, and maybe a banana and avocado and some orange juice. That's a big smoothie. That's a huge smoothie. It makes two glasses for me, man. Ah, 
you're splitting it. Orange juice, huh? What about your kids? They eat cereal. No, we don't. We don't buy cereal at all. That's probably a good idea. We never like they. They feel like it's a treat when you don't buy sugar, Chris. Mom, we don't even really have that much milk. We don't drink much milk either. I'm right on the milk train. Oh, hey, oh fuck it's yeah! It's terrible for you, man. I know. Fucking all that Chris, get off the milk, milk, dude. You gotta get off it. No, it's fucking <laughs> makes your bones weak. I does the opposite of what they advertise. Huh? I don't need bones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> How do you expect to keep it's playing just all hockey? Those hormones. I, I'm the eight. Maybe that's why you break everything. Yeah. <laughs> Milk. Maybe that's why you're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Socially. Fucking. I think it affects you socially too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got milk all over himself. Guy drinks too much milk. He smells like milk. Fucking platypus. <laughs> <laughs> he's secreting milk. Yeah. Sweating no milk. No nipples. <laughs> platypus book didn't say it didn't have nipples. Swear to God. How did it say? Read it front to back. How did it? It's a it's a published. How did they get the milk out of it? Does it say anything about milk? It says it suckles. <laughs> That's a, bad, that's a bad book. <laughs> B plus book right there. What's somebody to fucking Google search? Drinking whole milk. Fuck the skim. Fuck the two percent. I'm going. It's ball, not the milk. I'm going balls sugar deep. In it. Balls deep. And all the hormones that they put in the fucking cows themselves. Everybody needs hormones, Mike. You don't. You don't need those kind of hormones. They get filtered out. We don't know anything. We do though. Do you? Yes. Everyone's like, oh, there's blood and milk. And there stuff. is. Bullshit. It is 100% true. There's blood and... I don't see any. There's blood and milk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's all kinds of blood in, like, unpasteurized milk. Why? Because it comes out with... Oh, uh, I see. It's a bodily fluid, just like anything else. Yeah, you're not supposed to drink that. That's for baby cows. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you stop doing it, like... Age. <laughs> That's why my friends call two. me Baby Cow. <laughs> baby Cow Mac. Huh? Baby Cow Mac. <laughs> when a baby <clears throat> breastfeeds, it sends signals into the woman's body to tell it what to produce from the saliva. Really? Yeah. That's not true. Yes, it is! <laughs> I don't believe that. Honest to God. Where'd you get that? Stuffy Chanel podcast. Two part series. No. Breastfeeding. No. What? A what? I'm all, I can only relay what Who's I hear. Podcast I, I, didn't, I didn't You sat through it. a two-part fucking podcast on breastfeeding? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the Fappening fappening Three. <laughs> it's fucking cool, man. The Fappening Two-part series. I mean, that's a very cool concept. I didn't know that. <clears> what do you mean? Oh, it's not a concept. Hey, it's it's factually true. I need it's some. Real. I need some protein. Maybe some carbs. See? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I believe it now. That's cool, eh? Fuck yeah. I was telling Kendra about that. She already knew it. God damn. Think she was so nervous she read every single thing about being a mom? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. Did you know that if you cry like a baby around her, she'll leak? <laughs> we said that in our first podcast. <laughs> uh, how do you get back on this? 
Platypus. I drink milk. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta stop that, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not good for you. I I switched from skim. The best milk to three point two five percent. Not exercising anymore. Yeah, yeah. You are. I'm back into it. I'm right sore. You did it today, and, and now yet, you're back into it. And yesterday. You got to do it for like three days straight. Three so months straight. Oh, well, to be back into I'll it. I'll talk to you in ninety days then. <laughs> I'm only doing it until I go to Mexico. I'm gonna hope to have a miraculous three week transformation, <laughs> and then I'll come back. And I'll for stop. what? You have a girlfriend. You don't need to look good down there. Well, what if she breaks up with me? What if she slow plays it, and then the day before we leave, she's like, "We're done." And then I'm, I'm, with, go, I'm, I'm with Eric now. And then I'm on my way to what? <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm on my... Did I say that? <laughs> no, I said that. <laughs> and then I'm on my way to Mexico. And I ain't got no muscles. I feel like that's gonna what? happen anyway. That's definitely gonna happen. <laughs> Either way, you're getting on that plane with no muscles. <laughs> what if I do steroids? Huh? I still have to lift weights. Yeah, I will. No, you won't. I will if I get into steroids. You should start doing steroids. Let's do it. I don't want to do it. That's not what you said right before I hit record. Yes, it is. <laughs> Muscular. You in, Mike? Steroids? I guess. Oh, that was... Now it's... <laughs> don't do steroids, Mike. I want a fat neck. You want a fat neck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I That's what I want, too. I looked at his Google search one time, and the last thing he searched was... How did you... How to get a thicker neck? Or how something? to get a thicker neck? How to get a swole neck? <laughs> how, to, how to make your neck like, swole? Why are you looking at this? You can't. I'll show you one way. <laughs> Fill it. <laughs> Fill it. I was thinking just the movement. Uh, I got you. The old neck workout. You ever see a white-tailed deer's neck in rat, and se rat season? Goes from like this to like this. Really? Just because he's fucking rubbing everything. Yeah. <laughs> fucking swells right out. Can't, he doesn't even, you can't even tell his like neck from his fucking shoulders. Swole neck. Swole. <laughs> Start rubbing. You should go talk to the a white-tail. <laughs> search engine showed up just... <laughs> Going to rub. Start rubbing your head against trees. Strap some horns on and rub some trees. <laughs> Clean. Thick neck. Thick. You would have a thick neck. <laughs> we should call dudes with thick necks white tails. Alright. Bucks. <laughs> Look at the buck. Look at that buck. So what did you do to get a thick neck? I see you didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I started drinking milk again. <laughs> What do you do to keep such a thick neck? Why would you want a thick neck? <laughs> I don't get it, though. I didn't say I wanted a thick neck. You searched it. Yeah, somebody asked me about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was someone there with a skinny neck. Yeah. Just on the spot was asking. It wasn't even me, man. <laughs> I was just, like, having this conversation with a buddy, and he was, said something about a thicker neck, and I just I was like, how would you even find that out? So we searched it together. I think I might have even he given pressed him, enter. I might have even given him my phone to just use for a second. 
Oh, is that right? When I when he handed it back, he had it on there. It, that's what was showing was oh, the, I, I that see. search. I see. So it wasn't you. No. It was my buddy. Do you want to ride every day, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? You can. Speaking of cults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top down cult. Sick life though. First thing. Imagine. What is it? Ride every day lifestyle. Ken Kesey. Yeah, maybe he's starting a revolution. She'd go maybe join it. Maybe that's how it started. Let's go join it. I don't have a snowmobile. <laughs> I should join something. I want to join the Illuminati. Yeah, I do too. I want to be at the top of that. You can't just. You need to like have most. I'll do whatever it takes to get there. I don't have that. (laughs) You need a lot of what they do. I have to kill people and stuff. They make them like even to get into these drink blood. Ooh. No. No. Like kill children and have sex with them and eat them. Because the essence of the child. I could do two of those. <laughs> Where does that get me? <laughs> Not the top. No. <laughs> entry level Might Illuminati. You're be an get, officer, vice entry, president. Entry level Illuminati. Yeah, you wouldn't fuck, the, wouldn't your fuck the, the kids. <laughs> Killed them and ate them, but wouldn't fuck them. So what's on the sixth floor? <laughs> oh, that's the guys that wouldn't, wouldn't fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't go any higher. They don't have access up here. Deal breaker. <clears throat> No, man, they make them do some fucked up shit. How do you know that? I read, or I listened to a three-part <laughs> podcast on it. No, I don't believe it. Oh, I did. I don't believe it. All I can do is I hate podcast. when you guys say I don't believe all it. All I can do is relay the message. Who is it? Who did the podcast? Uh, next podcast on the left is what it's called. It's, and it was about the Illuminati. And you didn't tell me to check out this podcast? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. It's about the uh, something cover-up. A Franklin cover-up. You must What's know the Franklin? It. It's like... I don't know. Never heard of it. It was uh, like a fucking pedophile ring style. Like in the UK? And it, no, it was like here. And it was like the US government. And like... Clinton was around during it. Obama was in one of the buildings while like things were happening. He could hear through like the door, but he never like actually took part uh, allegedly. But, like the shit was at the White House, is what you're saying? Uh, or was just a place? <clears throat> a place in uh, in Nevada, I think, or Nebraska. Is it that guy that had the airplane? Omaha. It was in Omaha. Oh. No. It, I'm like, thinking of the one that they go down to a tropical island. With, like, Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. But this is just, like, these secret organizations with, like, pedophile rings and stuff. And they made them do, sh- like, fucked up shit like that. Like, kids, sex, killing them. Still, like, doing sex after the killing. A lot of fucked up shit. It was, it's called the Franklin cover-up. It's the next podcast on the left, and they do a three-part series on it. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. Where are they basing these theories off of? No, it's like, 
there's been convictions and stuff and like a lot of really? oh yeah a lot of the was it the one where they found the guys like, in the there's, hotel there's proof was it the senators that were in a hotel no Pedophilia going on. A lot of pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that shit. Why, why do I have all a bunch of examples I'm trying yeah, to think of? Is it this one? Is like, it this one? Like, this one is too many? That's fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. That yeah, check that out. Does that ever make you think of that Louis C.K. bit? Which one? Or is it, the, or is it pedophilia or rape? Where it has to be. To them, it has to be so good. Do you remember? It's pedophilia. <laughs> was it pedophilia? Yeah. Like, to make the choice that it has to be just the best thing in the world for them to risk all that. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Lucy is fucking awesome. He just put out yeah. a brand new special. Like, I didn't watch it. I heard it was very good. Today. What? The newest one? The newest one that he just came out with. Yeah, like yesterday. Not yesterday. The one before that. Yeah, that yeah. one sucked. That did suck. <clears throat> the one it just came out on Netflix like within the last day or two yeah I like that Jan Norton I didn't realize did that I like it yeah I did that's good he's uh he's alright yeah he's cleaned up a little bit yeah and I think I wish he was a little cleaner even yeah he's dirty his his like a lot of those laughs he's getting are from shock value from how gross he is but like I like his good jokes. I think he's right where he needs to be. Yeah, I think he was too filthy before and he was just getting shock value laughs. Now he's actually telling good jokes about how he's a perv. Right? I heard... Wasn't he saying on a Rogan he's like slowing down? Yeah. He's not as... He wants to settle down. Yeah. Okay. He thinks he does. He wants to settle down with a nice tranny. <laughs> he thinks he does. That's what he's right into. Yeah, I know. Right into like girls with dicks. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He says it to... At least you know. I mean, if you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like... It's closer to being straight than being gay. Exactly. Closer <laughs> to being straight than being gay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? No. You don't think? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about your dream, Mike. Yeah. So, <clears throat> at first, I was staring at a wall, and uh, there was a bunch of knots in the wall, like because it was a wood. You bet they're pine knots. boards. Pine boards, you know what I mean? Mention that again. And there's a painting on the wall, and then all of a sudden, everything just started to like melt, <clears throat> and then. All of a sudden, I got hit with this fucking, almost like a paddle, and it had a clown face on it. <laughs> Ping pong paddle? Yeah, but it was... Shovel? It was like... <laughs> it was this fucking big. I don't shovel. Know. Street yeah. sign. Street Snow sign, shovel. like a stop sign size. Snow shovel. You ran into a stop I sign. I ran into a stop <laughs> sign. But it had a clown face on it, and when it did, it was almost like... Um, it just shattered into all these fucking different colors and shapes and... It looked like I was in the middle of a fun house, but it like didn't have any structure. Like it wasn't a fun house, but it was just, like the theme. 
the colors, the shapes of like a fun house. But in like, like open space. But in like, and it was all just different patterns, and it was all almost like, like a. It was in four sections, like there was like symmetry to it, like four way symmetry. But it was all different colors, and they're all flashing, and it like literally felt like when that sign hit me, it like just knocked me back, and I was just overcome by all these different colors, shapes, patterns, just crazy, like overwhelming. Awesome. Take, take take your breath away, like it was just. Like, I, a few times where, I, like, I have to, like, remember to swallow and, t- and try to breathe because I felt like it, my breath was going shallow. But it was just because I was just taking in so much information and so much color and picture. and But I, but it wasn't like I was going anywhere. It was like it was all coming to me. I wasn't, I wasn't flying towards it. It was all coming to my face. It was so fucking weird and wild. Great experience. What a dream. It's a good dream. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Sweet. (laughs) Super sweet. Did you have a dream? I'm okay. Did you? I've had a dream before. How was it? Pretty sweet. felt like I was trying to puke my body into existence. It was like my it was like my gut, like my stomach was our universe and I was trying to puke me out into the air which is like a whole new universe. And I was like dry heaving myself out and I couldn't quite release from it. Pussy. And I was like <laughs> And it was like a tug of war between universes. And just beyond that the universe one. It was like I was coming up with water and the water was trying to spill out of my mouth but it couldn't and like the surface tension was just barely overflowing but holding on and I was trying to break through it. And I couldn't break that tension to overflow it. I just kept being hauled back. <clears throat> and just beyond the water surface was like Aztec murals and crazy ancient designs and geometric paintings just like falling past. It's crazy how they're all perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. falling past my reach. Huh? Just like. <clears throat> they're, all, they're all like spinning. Into each other. Yeah, just just rotating down in. Perfectly. Like, almost like a waterfall of images yeah. going past you in like two dimensions. Everything I seen was dark color. Mine was just like crazy bright, like pinks and oranges and reds and whites and I mean all the all the colors that you could think of as like a circus. So fucking crazy. And the anonymous mask. <laughs> I, see, I, I saw like white light, so like not like the color white, you know what I mean, but like transparency and like light, like white light. You yeah. know what I mean when I say white light, like the light flashing into the into Pink prism. Floyd yeah. prism. <clears throat> I see that, like white light, almost like an aura, and then all images in black and red. 
just like blood red and flat black. Yeah. Very cool. And then one time after breaking through that waterfall, going into a a tunnel, like a wormhole, that leads to this wide open white light room, just an aura room with no like floor or ceiling, just a room full of floating doors and a black and red joker just staring at me, but no face, just a silhouette, but he's somehow staring at me. You can just feel the stare. And he's pointing and almost laughing, but with his thumb, like a thumbs down. And he looks like a joker that you'd see on a, like a deck of cards. And each door represented like a characteristic of myself or a, an emotion or a trait or idea that I have or possess that I'm unsure of. And it was up to me to choose which trait or door or area of my brain to explore. And like the overwhelming, the overwhelming need to decide on one and not be able to do them all made me so reluctant that I never did choose one. And I just stayed in that room until I was sucked back into my own body, my own stomach. (laughs) Which one are you going to choose? That's crazy. Which door? I think I'm going to work my way from right to left. Yeah, but what did one of them say? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I, all I know I is, that is that each that. one of them is something different. Yeah. And to find out, you have to you have the balls to open the open the door. Just let's open, do it. Just go in and <laughs> let's open the door, <laughs> open bitch. The door. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, like stuff. Uh, it floors you. <laughs> Just takes right over. <clears throat> I see it as like. I was watching these uh, films lately and it's been talking about um, our position relative to everything else. So like the fact that we feel like when we're standing still, we're still actually traveling how many thousands of kilometers an hour spinning on a rock in space and how relative to that um, we're a big rock spinning around the sun kind of thing. So like everything's in motion, but it's only relative to where you're standing. And I feel like that's how I saw the the images that were coming for me. Is like I was standing still, but I was no longer I was no longer relative to where I was standing. I was like soaring actually th- soaring through the. Universe. I was actually soaring through things, <clears throat> like breaking through them as they were coming towards my face. Um, but yet I was standing still. So everything around me was moving. You're like every the environment was moving towards me, but I was standing still. I think that's where that kind of mindset came from was just watching all these things talking about um what you watching <laughs> well that's that's basically like gravity that's like gravity's different like gps the satellites for gps time is slightly slower because the force of gravity is less on the thing in the sky versus staying like, on the ground lucid dreaming's crazy but that's a good segue that i wanted to take i was asking him yesterday how is it? Mike's, Mike's gonna know this. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. I hope, <laughs> I hope you can explain it to me. I hope you know. I gotta pee. 
Oh, I did too. <laughs> um, I, gotta, I gotta pee back. We can do a, a pee pause right now. Let's do a pee pause. Pee pause? Do I have to touch your dick? One. Yes, you do. <laughs> this is the part where you have to hold my dick to pee. Pee pause. Starting no. now. Okay, my question is, uh, how, have you seen the movie Interstellar? Yes. With Matthew McConaughey. So, how can two people age at a different rate? Because, oh my god, he's not even going to think about it. But They're I, on a planet that's so huge, that the gravity on it is so immense. So the rotation of that planet and their, the spaceship is outside of the gravitational force of that planet. So time moves at a different speed relative to the people on the planet versus the spaceship in space. But that, see, like that people that go up in, a, in the spaceship now that go into the space station. Oh, don't worry. I don't get that either. <laughs> they, they are slightly, I don't know if it's slightly faster, or they're younger than they were when they left. So what is time? Time is like, time is only space. something that you calc that we sense, calculate. Though. Time is not time is a measured thing. Like, right, like it's so not a real you thing. You and me right now we're it's staying, a measurement. We're right beside each other. We're right. aging at the exact same rate. Yes. So then you put me on the moon and all of a sudden you and me are aging differently? Yes. But like how is that like I've been aging the same way my whole life. So like, because the force of gravity... Which so is gravity the, is what ages people? Because it's what forces the atrophy in cells, as far as I understand it. See, that's where, where I'm looking... That's the answer I'm looking for. Like, As far as I understand it, gravity causes the break... Is always promoting the breakdown of cells because it's constant force on us at all times, right? Oh, that makes sense if that's true. As far as I understand it, I, I could be way out to lunch. But, like, that's just breaking down like well our cells would be yeah, it's not alive age. our no. cells would be alive longer that's what I'm saying right yeah they'll be alive longer but in the same amount of time in not, the same measure of time but it's not the same measure of time because you can't measure the time the same on standing on the earth as you can in orbit around the earth I feel because like, time is only relative to the position of where you're at so you and me sync up our watches and yes. you go to the moon they and have, your second hand's going to start going slower? Yes, because they have... it's got well, the same gears in it. I don't understand how that actually works, but, like, that's seriously... Some, that's my question. GPS, GPS have to calibrate for oh, the I know. delay in yeah. time, because it's moving slower in yeah, time. I, I relative. heard that somewhere recently, and I don't get that either. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> we, both, either. we both take a stopwatch and hit go, and it starts one, two, three. So it's so digital. Yes. It's going to keep... These are definitely going to go at the same rate because they're both digital, and they keep one, but, two, three, but, four. Yeah, but and that's on a that's on, on a, a nuclear planet. that's on a nuclear time, which is just measuring the second to second, right, or the nanosecond to nanosecond. The nano the time that it takes for the thing that's not in the Earth's gravity is going to take less time to move to the next second or the nanosecond than the person on the planet. Why? Because of the force of gravity, as far as I understand it. So time is gravity. Time is a measurement of your. <laughs> time is a measurement of your location. Is a measurement of gravity at your location, wherever you are. Whoa! I think is that's that's how it works. 
So time is gravity. I've never heard that in my life. Time is the measurement of the effects of gravity. Really? Well, in in a well, like in relation to where you're standing. Oh, I get what you're saying. Google what is time. Or Google my question. What is your Google, question? Google, um, how do people age? How did the? Why are they aging different? Why is time? Why is time different on, in space than in on the planet? Yeah. Like it's it's marginal. You know what I mean? Like it's fractions of a second. It wasn't on Interstellar. Every you, second was like thirty gotta, years. But you got to think about the fact that that's a satellite outside of our orbit let's say, or just even within our orbit, but it's higher above. They even say, like, time on the peak of a mountain is is slower than time on the yeah, ground. Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. Because you're closer, you're further away from the gra- the center of gravity of the planet. So, this is all Einstein shit, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the theory of rel- relativity. E equals mc squared. Um... You got? Time is, is time relative? Will that answer your question? I don't know. Time is relative. 100%. Is that, is, that is the definition of why... In the theory of relativity, time dilation is a difference of elapsed time between two events measured by observers either moving relative to each other or differently situated from a gravitational mass or masses. So... Kind of what I said. The force of gravity is stronger with a person staying on the ground than the person than the object that is away from that gravitational pull. So time moves slower for the thing further away than it does relative to the person that's staying on the ground. Why do we age slower at the speed of light? Okay. Give it to me. Yes, you can slow your aging and effectively travel forward in time in the same sense as a cryogenics could be considered a form of time travel by travel at high speed. The time dilation, as would be measured by a clock, would have the same effect on the physical processes in your body that cause aging. So meaning your body physically doesn't go through as much aging as it would if it was... um going through normal time standing on the planet. Let's go to space. It's all based on the gravitational pull of the Speed planet. Speed is the ratio of space to time. If space and time are absolute, then the speed of light must be relative. <laughs> Depending upon the speed of the observer. Observer. The speed of light is absolute and does not depend on the speed of the observer. Therefore, either space or time must be relative. Or both. Either space or time must be relative. Given, given how you measure it, is that what they're saying? Albert Einstein, in his theory of special relativity, determined that the laws of physics are the same for all non-accelerating observers, and he showed that the speed of light within a vacuum is the same no matter the speed at which an observer travels.
I don't get that shit. No, I still don't get it. I I <clears throat> I get the, the term relative to is weird to me. Yeah, it just means it it depends on where you are. Um. So if you're if I'm standing on the ground and you're standing on a mountain, time is relative to you because time is slightly different because you're on a higher level of elevation further away from the gra- gravitational pull of the earth. And for me, time is relative because I'm staying closer to the center of the earth. Oh, uh, I get it. So it's relative no matter where you, where you're, where you are in space. So, so we, you would calculate time differently. So what if I, what if I traveled to an, uh, a planet exact same mass as the earth and landed on it? If it had the same gravitational pull, it would, you would be... Pull towards what? The sun or the gra- itself? The gravitational pull that it has. Yeah, so it's the exact it's same itself. mass. Yeah, so if it's the exact same mass, then you would age the same on that planet as if you would on Earth. Okay, what if it was smaller? Then you would age faster. Or maybe slower because of the less. I forget how that works. I think it's the bigger the time goes slower. So I would, I would, I would live longer. <clears throat> Is what you're saying? You would live longer on a bigger planet than a smaller planet. Live, I would live longer. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Mars is smaller, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's like a third. So, that still doesn't make much sense. Like The amount of gravity that a planet has, which is seems to be directly based on the mass of the planet. Um, and it just changes time. In space affects time differently than a smaller planet that is... Time is just something that we measure. Like, it's, it's just... Yeah. A me- time is only a measurement. We live so to be 70. You, that's, just a, that's just a measurement. I just think it's 70 crazy Earth years, but if you Interstellar, to, they're aging the same. They're in the spaceship. These guys go, go down to the planet to see if they can live on it. And they're there for three minutes... And when they come back up, the guy in the spaceship aged 50 years. Yeah, I didn't get that either. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they were to both less, set their stopwatches... There was less gravitational pull in space than there was on the size of the Yeah, planet. but that's... Like... I don't... I just don't see how two people... Because they're in the two, same they're, thing... But they're not in the same thing. They're in two completely different places. I know, but that doesn't make any sense to me. Because they're is, still in... the whole idea. They're still in our universe. They, why, were they running, why were they running for equipment in that movie? Fast things oh, that fuck. don't but exist. Oh, yeah. As far as we understand yeah, see, it... Yeah, they see, were, they were time-traveling. They were going so fast. No, no. No. What do you mean? So, how long did it take them to get to this planet? They were right above it. It was like... They had to, f- they, they had, in but space. they did have to reach like speed of light speeds to get as far as they did for as long as they did. Oh, I don't right? know. When you think about light years, light years is just the is the recorded distance between. Right. Right. So it takes however long it take it would like if it was one light year away, it would take a year for light a photon ray of light to go from one place to another. Yeah. Right. So if something's fifty thousand light years away. They'd ha- it would take 50,000 years to fly at the speed of light to get there. So they'd have to fly faster than the speed of light to go to 50,000 light years right, away let's faster. Say, let's say that's all done. Yeah. We're already there. We're already 
orbiting the planet that like they were just orbiting the planet. They were yeah. like where the moon would be to us. But the gravity for... And they're like, all right, well we gotta go down there, but the time is crazy down there. They knew it before they went. They're like Yeah, because they we knew, go down there. They knew the mass of the planet. Like Buddy's like, Yeah, you guys gotta get down and back in a minute because that's like a twenty years to me. Yeah. Like he knew it going into it. He's like, You yeah. guys gotta go down, test the water, see if we can live there and then come back. It's based that that fact still exists now if you were to put you on Saturn or like any of the, the monster no, planets. No, even if that, you're hovering above it? Yeah, but your time right is there. your time is different because you're Yeah, but, but they took a, hovering above but they took it a, like a space, little bit. They took a spaceship, but we uh, above it a little bit in terms of this gigantic fucking planet versus this small little speck of a thing that's that's just outside the orbit of the planet. Yeah, that's crazy that they... Right here, we're aging together, aging together. Two minutes down here is 20 years up here. Just like that. Damn, Buddy's an old man when they come back. Yeah, because... Because they, they because were supposed to be the gravity, the, uh, the force of gravity on his body versus the force of gravity on the the people on the planet was different. But he's... Cl- they're, they're, they're all close to the planet. But not that close. But why did he age more? And he was outside of the planet with no gravity... On them, and because they went time, time went slower on the planet versus the time above the planet. Yeah, that's... Do you... The, the nuclear Are clock, you just accepting that that's what it is because you read it? Or do you that, understand it? I don't understand it because I have to understand physics. And I don't fucking understand physics. It's all mathematical equations. I'd like to right? know the answer to that question. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. And we're not getting It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It, it is crazy the idea right like you're giving me you're giving me the textbook answer when i want to see the show your work version yeah i can't do that i'm not a a (laughs) physician or i'm not a part marks you know what i mean i'm not a physician physician (laughs) i'm not a physicist so i wouldn't be able to give you my goddamn right you're not i wish you were the equations of e equals mc squared right Like, I but don't even know how to find the answer to that. It's unless it's I don't under, I, I don't understand why. Well, maybe they don't. Get I just it either. know that that is the that is the expected effect from. I don't know if they get it either because it's a theory of 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 uh, yeah, relativity. True. And it's only our understanding as we know it because we <clears> me- <throat> we measure it based on the knowledge that we have. So he's he's like. How do you measure time? Other than like, time is relative. That's that's the whole thing. It can o- you can only measure time. It. You can only measure time based on you standing, counting the seconds. So, like, if we both take a stopwatch, and we both go to these two different places, and we come back to each other, they will read something different? Yes. Depending on how far, like, because of the gravitational pull, maybe whatever, it may be fractions of a second. Right. Let's use big numbers, just for fun. But if you were to use... Yes, like, you could have a five-minute, five-year difference, depending on the differences between gravitational pull on one planet versus another. So that's crazy. That doesn't, make, wow. doesn't make any sense. Like, no, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how it's ex- explained or understood as what the theory of relativity is. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That that guy had to live for 20 years while they rushed down and back. Yeah, I just gave up on that movie after that. Great, awesome movie. Yeah, wicked movie. But that's that's real science, like that whole idea or that concept. It may not be that drastic, 
but the science behind time difference being relative to the location that you are in space is 100% real. We use that we use that science today. E equals MC squared. Yeah. E being energy. Energy. M being motion. Mass. Mass. C being speed of light. Constant. Constant. So that would be your position in space? I don't know. I think that C is the speed of light. So, because the speed of light is constant? Yeah, yeah. speed of light is not, constant. Not according to... No uh, matter what. Not according to that guy that um, was talking about... Uh, um, Flat Earth? What do you call it? <laughs> no, he... Uh, guy doesn't think... Uh, morphic resonance. <laughs> what? That guy that <laughs> says that um, basically our cells have a level of consciousness. And that we can basically communicate um, we're able to communicate um, telepathically without actually knowing it like we apply force to somebody else just by looking at them right did you watch the yeah. he was on Rogan a couple times and I watched a couple of his videos but he says that the cat I think it was that he was talking about the speed of light or the cat the, the constants that we talk about all the time that those constants change depending on the year that they decide to calculate them and that they fudge the numbers just to make it work. So they'd be different all the time. So the constant that we talk about is yeah. the speed of light is different all the time. But we just use one. But we use, we fudge the numbers to make it constant. What changes it? I don't, remember. I don't remember what he, I don't remember Relativity. what he, Probably I don't remember what at. he said, but it is basically just saying that the time of, the speed of light is different as we measure it. If you measured it all the time, it would be different. <sighs> I don't know if that's Eight true. Eight minutes for the light from the sun to get here. It's not very long. No, it isn't, is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that long, Eight really. minutes. No, it isn't, man. It's not very far away. Pretty far away. But, but not really. That was shiny the other day, man, and I could put my hand up and like I could feel it. What is, it's what, crazy. what is the number of how what speed of light is? Like, what's the estimated number? I forget. Ever, however many kilometers. So think about how far something would have to be traveling at the speed of light. Hour. How many? 1.3 million. No. I don't know, man. 13,000. It's 1.3 something. I thought it was 100 and something. But... 130,000. 299 million. <laughs> 792. 458 meters per second. Yeah, with seven kilometers. Figure it out. Because I bet it's 1.3 something. It's probably not. <coughs> but, but you can still <coughs> think about how... The reason I thought... I'm thinking about... Well, no. If it only takes... 186,000 miles per second. That's fast. Yeah. Think about how far the sun has to be to take eight minutes. Well, yeah, divide that by... Or how many kilometers per hour? Holy fuck, man. That's the only one I asked for. Come on. Per hour? Yeah. 
I tried. I figured Speed it out. Speed of light is one point zero eight kilometers per hour. <laughs> one point zero eight million. <laughs> no, no. I can walk, walk faster than that. <laughs> that was awesome. That's what it said. Um, <laughs> when they found those planets, they found those planets. Oh no, stare those fucking planets. Forty thousand or forty light years away. I figured out how fast. Mike, what's that? It's like forty thousand years. Yeah, it was a lot. Mike, what's that mean? <clears throat> Meters per second squared. One speed of light? <laughs> one speed of light, sir. What's it say? Let me see what you're looking at. 1.079e plus 9. Yeah, that's what I forget. Exponent. That means 10 zeros. 10 decimal places. It's the power of... Yeah, like but 10 one, to the power 1. of... 1.08e... Nine. Yeah, so you the one point oh eight, you move this decimal nine places that way. That doesn't make any sense. But it's still what does one make any point. Sense? Exponents? I don't understand how exponents work after point. You move that point. So how many E nine, is that what it said? Yeah. That's nine decimal places. So one point zero eight Move the decimal. Maybe a hundred and eight thousand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, more than that. Nine places, so a million. Yeah, a million. One point zero eight million. No, a million six. It would be trillion. Nine is a trillion. So it's a trillion. One point zero eight trillion miles. Kilometers. Kilometers per hour. Speed of light. Yeah. No. Per hour. Per hour? Yeah. Unit juggler? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just Google I unit don't know where juggler? Did you from? <laughs> Google image. <laughs> unit juggler is like unit sick. juggler. <laughs> That's, second, uh, That's like, hilarious. My favorite conversion oh, software. It's called Unit Juggler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's how exponents work, right? I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I'm not a, not a math leap. Trillion miles. It's too far. Eight minutes. Eight minutes? That's how long to it takes sun. light to come from the sun to the earth. Traveling at the speed of light, <laughs> trillion kilometers an hour. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So when we're talking about light getting here, that's completely different <clears throat> from what we were talking about earlier. Like how time is different. Yeah, way different. Yeah, it's not even the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, though. Because light should be affected by gravity. Right? It's constant. All the time. As even, you get, even oh, inside a vacuum. As you get closer to like gravity, I think time slows. Did you already say that? No, I think it's a constant. Time slows as you as you get closer to a gravitational force. Or the larger the gravitational force, the slower the time goes. 
Yeah, like I think relative to us, relative to me. So I'm like, staying here. They say when you observe a black hole, you never actually see whatever's going to it go into it or something. Yeah, you're because just seeing time. You're seeing it circle yeah. around. Sounds like the black hole I observed. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> going into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you only ever see it circle in the drain. Yeah, and it. It slows. That's, that's what creates that surface tension above black holes. Oh, damn black holes. I don't get those either. No, me either. They don't even know what they are. No. <laughs> I bet Michael pretend he does. Mike knows for sure. <laughs> we'll get him back in here. Talk about black holes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get what They're I want. They're so dense, they don't let <clears throat> light escape. No. But the time is so slow relative to us when we look at it that we never actually see whatever it sucks in get to it. Because it comes to a stop. Just what? like Just like the interstellar thing. He looked down at them. He probably watched them. It's because it's so heavy. They thought they were going fast and they were down and up in three minutes of their time, but he watched that it's for so heavy. 30 years. Cause Think it's about so that. heavy. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Like, how heavy is a black hole? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Massive enough to fucking suck well, everything in it. To have a gravity that. Don't they say that it's the entire mass of a of a galaxy? So. Pretty heavy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's heavy. Like. Don't galaxies start from just like a. Well, like. The Big Bang, it was allegedly the entire mass of the universe on the tip of a pet, like a needle, point of a needle. That's what they say. <laughs> like, I don't know. Fuck, I I'm hate still that. not buying that. Yeah, and, we're, and we're still in constant motion. I'm still not buying that. From the blast. I'm not still. Like, I'm everything that, like, that we can see, out. we're actually still looking. We're looking at stars that were formed or stars that lived at the start of the Big Bang. Yeah. I still don't believe that. So because we're just getting their light. It's taken the basically the entire life of the universe as we know it now from the Big Bang for that star's light to reach us. So that star could be long dead. Most of the, they say most of the stars we see in the sky have already died by the But what don't they call like the light gets here? The part of the universe that we can't see, like a dead zone or something? Like because the universe expands faster than light, so you can never actually see what's beyond the speed yeah, of light. Exactly. Because like this is going so fast and the stuff coming off it at the speed of light can't actually catch up. Yeah. Because it's going away so fast. So they call that whatever's just out of sight something. I think it's a dead zone. I don't know. Well, it's or as, dark far as, or something. as far as this universe goes. Sounds weird. I understand it. Yeah. And there's beyond that, there's another universe. <laughs> but I don't understand. Do you believe like... in the multiverse thing? Theory? I guess. They, we have particles that go in and out of existence all the time. Everything. But, like, if everything's made up of, like, atoms, and atoms are always, like, pulsing in and out of existence. Well, the, it's the electrons that make up the atom. It's not and nothing atom is, itself. like, actually solid. Nothing's actually yes, like, right. Why can't we just go through each other? Because you're talking about, like... Something we manifest in our head. Trillions we, of atoms... Is We're like those single thing. When they talk about quarks and it stuff, means they, it means they like, all have to be gone at the same time. 
Why not? Why not? Why not? Because it just there's so <coughs> many that it would never happen. If we're just like a bunch of stardust, why can't you just <laughs> fall <over? laughs> I don't stardust. know. <laughs> Millions of years just of evolution. Just lose the cohesion of all fucking matter. Yeah, right. So if we're just stardust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just disintegrate. You're going to start giving me a religious spiel here? What do you want about it? You Man. should create it by God. You don't talk so foolish, stardust. <laughs> I mean, it's all just theories. Yeah, that's right. God isn't. God's a theory. No, he was a real man. Oh. I mean, Jesus was. <laughs> what are you doing here, is, is this a bit? <laughs> yeah. It's my religious yeah, guy. Written down in my, the idiot, my stupid religious guy bit. I like it. <laughs> Keep doing it. Okay. What are you doing with your life? Me or you? You, Mr. Religious Guy to Bit. Spread the word of God. Right on. Spread the word of Jesus. Well, which is it? Both. Uh, love, love your neighbor. Okay. Don't cheat. Don't don't steal. Okay. Um, don't murder people. Okay. And if you do, you're going to hell. And what is that? Total damnation. Meaning, you'll burn in hell. What is? What is what? What is hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> no one knows that. Oh, yeah. Okay, just have to. Have you just don't. Faith. You don't want to go there. No, you don't want to go there. No. Needs work. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like the. It's pretty like, unbelievable, really. I like the theory. I like <laughs> the theory that hell is actually just a mental state. Yeah, I've been there. Like right now? <laughs> well, any any point in your life where you are in turmoil, that is hell. And it's usually based on you being out of sync with good and bad. Or the balance of your um, happiness. Does this theory have an afterlife theory attached? Also, no gays. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. No, I've, when do we meet? I've been watching, listening to Jordan Peterson guy, and he basically is explaining. He's crazy. Um, the ideas of religion oh, are yeah. more in finding balance in your life or finding meaning in life with um, keeping with tradition, but also one step forward in pr progress. And to go too far towards progress or to go too far towards structure. Um, be, makes you disharmonious and causes you to go into fits of hell, basically, or mental despair. And that your your mental capacity or your frame of mind or whatever is always best when you're straddling the line between chaos and order. And that the definition of hell and heaven is chaos and order. And you got to stay away from both. Heaven is the center. Hell is. Too far on either side. Oh, okay. Which are described in specific archetypes. Only good vibes, dude. And then you die? Everybody dies. And then what happens? Nothing. Your consciousness feeds back into wherever consciousness comes from. Yeah, where's that? I don't know. Could be. Some people say it's in another dimension. Just keep switching dimensions? 
I like to think of the idea that we're like, just conduits of, of consciousness, like we're like radio, radio antennas that are picking up our own version of, of consciousness or like the consciousness around us all the time, and that we just tap in and we consider that our identity. And then what? <laughs> no, nothing. You die, you die and then you're you scared to die, Chris. Your antenna is no longer functioning, yeah. so you're no longer conscious. You're, you're scared conscious to die? To back up in. I don't know, I think. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to. Is that the same thing? Um, no. Nobody nobody really wants to die, but <clears throat> if you were going to die, would you be scared? No. I don't want to die, but if, if you if got someone a said, disease you're right dying, now, you said you got three weeks to live, Chris. I'd be sad about oh, leaving here, so scared. and I wouldn't want to go, but I'd, I'd be, be like... Terrified. terrified. I'd be like, this is going to be wild. I'd get religious and shit. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> a lot of people do, man. Yeah, that's how it happens. But like... Deathbed religious. You're scared of that? No, I'm not scared of that. Then why'd you say you were scared? Is that your new character? I was going along. I've, I've had like dreams where like let's I do it. feel like I'm dying. Let's, let's kill ourselves. <laughs> where like I felt like okay. I was dying, and that's a scary feeling. You know what I mean? Like feeling but, like, like letting go is a scary feeling. And I feel like that's what it is. No, I'm just. I just don't want to leave this behind yet. I'm not ready to be done here. But I'm you not never scared of it. But I don't think that you as an individual no, are ever going to experience an afterlife. Oh, thanks. I think you that too. your consciousness is going to move on. <laughs> if that's what happens, I think your consciousness is going to move on and not really understand the life that you lived in your body for Tell me about X it. amount of years. Yeah, he doesn't understand it now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that we remember. This is weird. I think we should remember. We're Why? weird. I think Earth should, should be we? stage one and we should always be able to tap into a memory of our life. I think no matter where I go next, I hope I can remember whatever I remember. But I then but then are you created? Is your <coughs> consciousness created at birth and then moves yep. on? So I yeah, I think this is stage or, one. Or are I have you a, a consciousness that envelops into a so baby it, and I, then... So does it, like a deer's consciousness move on if, if you do if you think if you think yours does does that yeah, why not it should like does if, a plant if that premise exists yes yeah, anything with sure. consciousness should proceed on i and that kind of goes with my theory of being a receptor a receptor of like a, a bigger consciousness that you just tap into an identity for the life that we live as a person and then our consciousness goes back up into the collective consciousness. I want you at my deathbed, Mike. Why? Because you just got to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know how you hear about like people that say they remember things from a past life? Yeah. I think they're just, usually, it's supposed to go that this is like stage one, so we don't have any memories of stuff, but maybe that every now and then there's a little little blip in the, in the mainframe. Yeah, but what if we were the board? Yeah. Yeah, but what if we're just it's like turning <laughs> short. What if circuit. it's like turning like the, the dial on a radio station where you bleed in between two radio signals. You know what I mean? Where's the other signal coming from? It could be somebody else's consciousness or it could be other consciousness around you. 
that would ex- we still haven't gone to see a psychic together. It would explain a lot of the yeah. abilities for psychics and, uh, and us, for people all like, of us. like shamans and that kind of thing that can tap into these um, or healers that can basically go into these states where they come back, like come back with answers or come back with knowledge that they wouldn't otherwise have. Like there's people that go around and study these guys that do that all the time, and that and they always seem to have a specific path that they follow to they basically are what we would consider schizophrenic or somebody with severe mental disorders and they find somebody that has been through that and guided them on how to to do that either through meditation or through whatever and then they end up becoming shamans or i watched this video on on youtube I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago now, but it was this guy that basically followed around all these known shamans in specific areas, and they all had a very similar backstory on how they became healers or how they became shamans or whatever. It was always this trial of basically psychological despair or whatever, or psychological, like a psychic break or psychotic break. So do you think... Like, I don't know where, like, is the signal coming from a different universe? The signal's around us all the time. Yeah, I know, but, like, the ones that they're tapping into, they're getting answers from another world. Maybe they just learn how to receive multiple consciousnesses of, consciousness, blah, whatever. So you think it's coming from a hard word. Yeah. It's not other people. It's just a stream of consciousness that's around us all the time. Yeah, and that weird. when we tap into, like, our bodies channel specific consciousness, we, our brains have to try to coalesce what's that is and we use it as a identity or we because we have to like our brains have to make patterns and you know what I mean has to kind of come to grips with what it's doing or the in the input that it's getting and it turns that into like an identity or the ego and the unconscious is the brain before processing all that so then what happens when we die? <laughs> Our brains stop receiving the input. See, what if like you just move on to it? Our brains, Our brains are electrically pulsing even after we die. What if you just move on to like another universe with all these memories? Or you stay here and just become another being? Or maybe so the whole... What are the chances of us three? <clears throat> maybe the... Uh, the first time. Maybe human is the first stage for all of us. Maybe that we're the highest what state the of chances of that. Or or maybe what are the chances of life existing. Or maybe yeah. the whole point exactly. of consciousness. Right. What if the whole point of consciousness is to come into a human form to gain knowledge over the course of the life of us as a as a human. carbon being, mm-hmm. and then once we die, that knowledge goes back into the consciousness and then flows to the next generation. To explain why things are so much easier to learn as generations go on. Like give like Joe was talking about on the podcast last night, give a six year old a tablet. Yeah. He's never touched a tablet before and then give that to a forty year old. The kid is gonna learn it way faster because the father, the society already knows how to use that. Thing. What about that thing they did with rats? Didn't well they, that like, was that guy. Teach someone teach rats something and then like rats that weren't even from those like babies yeah. from the next generation of rats in a different city had that learned skill well they didn't have it learned but they could learn the skill faster yeah because it, another... it are it almost like you know how like you you think of things like after you learn it it's like 
and you, it becomes easy to you. It's almost like I always felt like I knew how to do that, or I was, you know, I mean, something that seems so familiar or something that you're natural at. It's like I knew how to do it until, but I didn't realize that I knew how to do it or do it well until I actually did it. And just because someone else did it before you. It's somebody, somebody learned that before you. And that's the whole idea. And that was the morphic resonance. That's what that guy was talking about, is the rat learning a trick or learning how to do something. And then a rat in a completely different area that has never learned that before was able to learn how to do those things faster because the first rat was able to do it. Weird. Not even... And then, it like, it, I guess it folds out as the closer this like basically the rat family like blood relatives to rats within the same species then rats within the same family of rat you know what I mean so like fucking rats it gets more and more as you go out huh possums I mean it's all could be all <laughs> no, bull- yeah. could be all be, bullshit too What happens when Could they be die. all bullshit too, Mike says. <laughs> oh yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah really. Scientists uh, call it pseudoscience for the most part because everything's a theory. Yeah, because not even unless yeah, really unless it's like unless it's well known or people don't like change, right? Like think about guys that have worked their whole fucking lives on something just for another guy to come in with another theory. And blows their oh, yeah, fucking life's work. You don't want to change. Yeah. Like, it becomes a religion at some point. We have to just accept things are the way they are because we assume that they are the way they are because that's the theory of it. I'm not accepting anything. I don't either. You're not going to accept anything? No. I'm open to all possibilities. I just like the cool ideas. Yeah. I like all good tunes. <laughs> I like every good song. Got <laughs> 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 right into the space there, huh? Yep. <laughs> space is one of my favorite topics. Me too. Don't know anything about it. Me either. <laughs> I fucking think. Well, just talk about it. I just like being made feel small and just tiny. Some people hate that. What? Some people I hate the idea it. of being like the small insignificant speck in the in the universe. So insignificant. They think that they're they would rather believe that they're the more the most important things in the universe. I think about the idea they're that fucking the, scary, the man. human race is the most important it, thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's the worst thing yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> ever. <clears throat> no, that's weird. And I'm part of it. And big, you're part of it. Oh, big part. And you're part of it. Cog and wheel, man. What? Breaking the wall, dude. <laughs> Hog and wheel. Yeah. Oh, that was already said. Hog and wheel. <laughs> Is that what you said? Cog and wheel. <laughs> Cog. Cog. Yeah. That's funny. 
I like hog in the machine. Oh, hog in the wheel. So what did, what did Ricky say? Fuck, I forget. I sent it to you. You sent I? it to me. Very funny. But what? Oh, keep keep your friends close and your enemies toaster. See, <laughs> 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 so oh fuck, I ain't gonna get Ricky's toaster. Uh, what's his face's toaster? Randy's toaster. Randy's toaster. Randy's toaster. Yeah, I, I've only watched maybe like four episodes in, but it's still pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's already in it. Sweet. I haven't seen any of it. I haven't either. You watch any? You watched season <clears throat> ten, right? Man, uh, someone sent me a video of just passing through the other day. You ever watch that show? I haven't either, but I have watched a couple of them, and some of their shit is fucking hilarious, man. They're it? they're in Toronto, on this one. Oh, uh, is it that one uh, where the two guys are from Newfoundland or PEI or something? Yeah, and they go out west. Yeah, and they they end up at their cousin's house in Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> so they're sitting on the couch and they just like talking his grandma, getting her to fill out his po their pogey reports. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome, man. I get you to watch it. Yeah. I think I watch one or two of them. Matt his Hurts cousin's like it. his cousin in was in. He was in it. Yeah. His cousin really? was in. He's like. It's awesome. So you guys collect sixteen hundred dollars a week, uh, a piece or a month, yeah. and you don't do anything. Aren't, aren't you supposed to be looking for work? And they fucking start laughing at him. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with your head? <laughs> it's good, man. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Matt Parks is. Uh, he was on, in the show. He was on a TV. In a scene, like he was, oh, really? he was like on a commercial yeah. on the TV or something. They were watching TV and he was on the commercial. How do you get that? I don't know. Pretty cool though. Where's the Moncton now? He's in St. John. Is he? Yeah. I never see him. Pogey Beach. Uh, he like hosts a Halloween party every year. Really? Oh yeah. That's like his thing. Loves Halloween. I haven't seen him in a long time either. Where did I see him? At like... Uh, I think I saw him at a bar one time. Yeah, like at Peppers, I think. I think you might have been at like Grand Theft Bus or something. Yeah. Back in December. One of the shows, anyway. Hadn't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Just passing through. Pogey Beach. I've never <laughs> watched it. <laughs> it's hit have you ever watched uh, Eric Andre show? Nope. Oh, man, it's so good. What is it? It's, uh, you know who Eric Andre is. Nope. Are we ending this podcast or just talking about shows? <laughs> Same, same thing. <laughs> um, he's a comedian. Hannibal Burris sit like is his like co-host or whatever, and he brings like brings celebrities on and then just does the craziest, weirdest, awkward comedy for like forty five minutes, and they have no idea that they're doing it. Like, like they'll just have like they they had Ti on the show and they had a bunch of naked dudes walking around and like who's Ti? Rapper. The rapper guy. Um, like they just bring a bunch of, they don't tell, they don't tell them about anything about the show and then they bring them on and then they just do the weirdest fucking awkward, hilarious bits ever. Isn't that the documentary you just talked I about? I think so. The institution? <laughs> the Institute. Yeah. And it's so good. And then they'll do these skits where like he'll do, uh, pranks on the train. There's one where he goes and he's in this whole Pranks block. on the train? Yeah. And the subway in New York. Um, he's in this huge black unitard with a bunch of Fruit Loops all pasted to it, yeah. 
And he comes on the train. He's like, I get the job at Fruit Loops. And then he's got one of those fucking uh, those scratch collars they put on dogs. And then he then he's like, eat eat from me or whatever. And then pours a bunch of cereal in it. And then pours a bunch of milk in the sink. <laughs> he's walking around on the train, like trying to get people to eat from this Does fucking thing. Now everybody's getting pissed off and <laughs> terrifies them. It's fucking hilarious, man. You gotta watch the show. It's fucking great. It's on Adult Swim. You can watch a bunch of them on YouTube. That's a weird station. Ah, oh, so good. Adult Swim? Yeah. So good. Why? A lot of weird shows on there. Just, it's avant-garde comedy kind of stuff. Like, it's... Like, cringe comedy. Right, weird. Yeah. Like, watching people get their heads cut off comedy? Kinda, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Like, he's, uh, Eric Andre's doing stand-up and fucking Hannibal Burst sitting on the couch and just make fun of him about how fucking terrible he is. Like, he says a joke about Michael Jackson, haven't seen him in a while. Hannibal Burst is like, ah, oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, he terrible stand-up, right? And then he just pulls a gun out, lays a clip into Hannibal Burst, and then reloads it and then lays another clip into him. And there's, like, blood packets squirting out everywhere. And there's someone there, like, they're pranking with it? Well, not in that specific one, but they do that shit all the time. And, like, all of a sudden, he'll just come out of nowhere and, like, just destroy his desk. Like, or somebody will pop up out of his desk and his desk will break. Or, like, they had snakes that came up through his coffee cup. Like, real-life snakes. They had a fucking giant grizzly bear. Like, a real grizzly bear that came on the set. And everybody had to run off the set. It's fucking crazy awesome. Jesus. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's only ten minutes long. They, f- they fit 40-minute interview into ten-minute segment. I like Harry Hannibal Burris. Yeah. He's funny. Now that show's good. Fuck. <laughs> he went to, there was a video I watched where Eric Andre goes to an RNC convention and asks Alex Jones to uh, fuck his wife. <laughs> <laughs> In front of all these people at the RNC. Like, oh, I've seen that. Oh, uh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see He's wearing that. a big Trump hat, a <laughs> red Trump hat. He's like, hey, man, what do you want? He's like, uh, Alex Jones, will you fuck my wife? <laughs> in front of like a thousand people <laughs> Alex Jones on the podcast was hilarious oh, yeah. man yeah somebody remade like a, like a cuts of his like craziest moments and then put them all together it's the fucking funniest thing I've ever I like watched. the one where he wouldn't take the joint and then he took it and then he'd just start talking about like space yeah and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Intergalactic reptilians are pedophile ring. running pe- pedophile rings on <laughs> <in> the government. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like, what? Hey, Bravo's just sitting in the back, drunk and fucked. I'm loving it. <laughs> I love that that podcast was 911. Yeah, that was good. He had to like schedule extra all week. He was like, just pounding them out so he could get it. Yeah, there. Get that that number. was my favorite podcast oh, yeah, ever. That was good. <laughs> Like Other time. than this one, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Big fights this weekend. Huh? Uh, Weidman. Rumble. Weidman. Who's Weidman fighting? Musasi. Musasi. Is that true? Sounds. I don't weight care. class is I, that? I just want to watch Rumble and Cormier. It's gonna be crazy. Saucy's awesome if he's fighting. Uh, that is uh, middleweight. Cormier's light heavyweight. Light heavyweight. 
Cormier and Roman for the championship round two or okay. fight number two brawl man I watched that fight today the first one Rumble was laying it on him yeah and then fucking Cormier just picked him up yeah can't wrestle with that and guy threw him down and then it was over because <laughs> he's a wrestler of yeah. all ages that's gonna be a crazy fight we gonna watch that I hope so Saturday night Go to work Sunday morning. I know. Pussy. Yeah, I am a pussy. <sighs> Take it off. Nope. Colin Sock. Company man. Company guy. That's my new uh, TV show. Character. <laughs> That's my new TV show. <laughs> Company guy. Company guy. What's your name? P. Tear. Tor. Tear. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin. <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, end it. Buff it. End it, Mike. How do you end it, Mike? Gonna want to say anything? Get any no. plugs? Fuck no. And that's how Mike ended it. He just hit stop. Didn't say a word. All right. See you next week.